Let somebody else say who we are. Hello there, this is Phil Rosenthal. You're listening to the Film Thug Show. And I can tell you that the Film Thugs will never have a fridge just for soda. That's Joke's right. We got one. Mostly beer. So technically he's kind of right. Hey everybody, I'm Jim. He's Clarkson. We are the longest running independent film, entertainment, movie, podcast on the planet. Ever. And we are drinking, not Frio Light, but 6.0. We are the Film Thugs. Barbaric! And welcome. So nice to have you here. I want to see your expression before I dive in. Oh, my. Is it, is it got that high-gravity taste to it? Yeah. It do. Hmm. Okay, it's better than Steel Reserve. But well, that's true. So is having a hole puncher pop through your tongue. Yes. Um, yes. God. That was the original slogan. Yeah. Welcome back. We've been gone for a while, but today we are, uh, we'll say what it is up front. We're rounding out the Anton Duaniel cycle yeah. with uh, Criterion number 187, Bed and Board, and 188, Love on the Run. Two for one. Two for one. Aren't you lucky? Just because we know not many people are listening to these, so we'll knock these <laughs> out here. Uh, before we get to it, smudge, so, 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 so much has been happening in the world. Yeah. And uh, is. What what kind of updates do we need to do to start well, things out? Uh, uh, you know, Jeb's gone. Yeah, Jeb. Please, ha- please clap. The happy tortoise is please, out. Please oh, clap. Yeah. Please, please. He's gone. Yeah. So that means all the uh, establishment support shall go, in theory, mm-hmm. to uh, our our foam party buddy uh-huh. and good time fella. All the eggs Marco in one Rubio. basket. Relax. Don't do it. Yeah! Put all your faith in me! Marco Rubio running for president. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my. Oh. Everything is such a joke right now. Poor such a bastard. bad fucking joke. Um, real important business, though. Uh, we've got all of our shit. Go fucking rate and review oh, yeah. us on iTunes. Buy some of our shit off Amazon because we're about to lose it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dude. I don't know if do the, so. the purchase from Australia counts because they're assholes about everything. So who knows? But buy something. Fuck it. Whatever. Uh, also, we are a week away from the Masterthon. Yeah. 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 15 days of life coaching. 15 in a row. That's more than 14. That is more. It is it is demonstrably more than fourteen. Yes. So we're going to be here to and to coach your life. Something else. I bring up Rubio because uh, during the last debate, how many of what debate does this make? Thirty seven. Yeah. All saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got a few shots in. Right. Yeah. A few, yeah. Uh, a few shots into oh uh, oh Donnie oh Donnie the Trumpster mm-hmm. and. Um, According to the new post-debate polls, they yeah. made 0.0 yeah. impact. Arguably, didn't it make a negative impact? <laughs> yes. Uh, to the point now that uh, Chuck Todd, you know, the badass over there on yeah. uh, ABC, NBC, Chuck whatever. Todd. Chuck Todd. He uh, had to head Donald on Sunday and brought up the fact that he that Donald retweeted a tweet from Il Duce 2016 Twitter account, which is, I believe has Mussolini with uh, Donald's hair. And he 
quoted the one of one of Mussolini's famous quotes is actually an older quote. Uh, better to live one year as a lion. Excuse me, one day as a lion than a hundred years as a sheep. Uh-huh. And Donald just retweeted. Yeah, fucking hurt me. <laughs> you fucking hurt me. So he's like, you, well. You want to be associated with a fascist? Donald's like, it was an interesting quote. I, I liked it. Interesting. Okay, I, I know who it is. I don't, you know, I don't care. He doesn't care. It's stop using the same rules. The He's only a the only care. benefit I see to Trump at all is he is the death of the tearful apology. That's and that to me is a welcome change. I'm so, so tired of. I am going to just do some soul searching with my wife. No, no. My favorite is, it's not me. It's not, or that wasn't me. That wasn't me. That's not who I am. That's not who I am. Like when uh, Jonah Hill called that photographer a, uh, I believe it was, faggot. Oh. And just like mad off, just boom, off the chain. It's like, oh, that's not a word I use in my regular life. That's not, like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be a dick. But anything when you're angry that just flies out, like you've got it chambered up, ready to go. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say it is part of your daily vocabulary. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and yeah. say you use it all the time with a quite a bit of verve, gusto, and aplomb. You use that. Perhaps. Um, and Perhaps. then tearfully apologizing, which, let's be honest, just means a tearful attempt to help your career. Because that's yeah. all it is. You're not fucking sorry. No one gives a shit. Yeah. No one gives a shit that Jonah Hill calls someone a fag. Yeah. Do you care? Nope. No. But there are people with the media. Right now, the media is full of the people who uh, tell the teacher that you did something wrong in yeah, class. Oh, oh, yeah. It's all they are now. Yeah. And yet, for some reason, we're acting like they're not just a bunch of histrionic jagoffs who on everything you go, oh, but, 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 see? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking gross. It's true. Even um, Il Papa Good Time Jorge couldn't yeah. take down the come yeah. over, man. Yeah, it's number. Well, then again, um, between the statement that if you rather build a wall than bri- than bridges, you're um, paraphrasing obviously. Yeah. Uh, you're not a Christian. Uh, mm-hmm. We we should have a mass at the border. I uh, believe as he was also quoted as saying, "Europe will open its arms to the refugee." Um, this all leads up to my my main point uh-huh. about Good Time Jorge. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Um, Seriously. Here's one thing I will say. I have been to the Vatican. It's lovely. You know what the most striking feature of the Vatican is? The walls. The massive walls surrounding it. Yeah. Uh, Which is probably good because that glass house is really fragile (laughs) in the middle of it there. Golden glass. Golden glass house. Yes, yes. The the golden glass (laughs) house in the middle there. And... (laughs) Oh shit! Well, this is—it's one of those things where we are in such a soundbite worshiping oh, yeah. culture. True, true, very true. That it's like a lot of shit that uh, that Pope uh, Pope Frank has been saying. I'm okay with. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're taking some responsibility. Cool. Yeah. But he also says a bunch of shit that I'm like, eh, no, nah, I can't get, I can't get behind that. Uh, <laughs> and I would like to give my favorite Master Chim quote. You don't agree with everything I say? Oh, you must be another person. Yes, absolutely. Come here, Digby. Come here. Get up here. Come here. You come here. Oh, 
Digby with his sporting. jaunty mohawk. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. And I don't realize how tiny he is until we've got him cut down. It looks good. I heard you yelling and I had to make sure you were it's okay. like anti-entity from uh, Thunderdome. Yeah. He is so goddamn cute. <laughs> I just don't know what to do. Digby dancing. But he's got his little uh, Trump haircut. That makes me the happiest. Yeah, that is the best. That is the best about him. <laughs> but yeah, it's... Right now, I'm just like so. I'm not embarrassed by the election thing. I'm amused by no, it. No, no, it's no. so like. Oh man, the rest of the world is laughing at us, bitch. The rest of the world has porn stars getting elected to parliament. Yeah, as like the the rest of the world has zero fucking point zero to say about American yeah. politics. Everybody, calm down about yeah. whatever other anybody else is thinking or mm-hmm. saying about America. Yeah. Who gives a shit? I'm going to move out of the country. Cool. Hit it. Let me let me help you price shop those uh, those yes. moving companies that I you're going to be I using. Punchedupprent.com and yeah. there are lovely places in Vancouver yeah. or in the middle of a volcano. Yeah. That, because you're as likely to move to one as the other. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking that's, that's bullshit. True. But fuck Fucking all bullshit. that. Yeah. I saw Deadpool. Was it good? It. Here's my review. Uh huh. It's fun. Uh huh. Funny. Uh-huh. And violent. That's. Pfft. That's all you need. Fun, funny, and violent. That's all I'm looking Story for. Story-wise, eh. pretty tacked together. Yeah. Um, didn't really need origin stories, but I think everyone knows how I feel about origin stories. Yeah. We don't need them. See, I can't... Don't think we need them. Uh, uh, Batman 1 didn't need them. Yeah. I under... Here's the way I look at it. I understand on somebody like Deadpool who's not as well-known... I can maybe get doing that, but you really, yeah, you don't don't need them. Not really. Don't need them. But don't I mean, need them. That yeah. is, that's nitpicky. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a fun little film and... Mm-hmm. Good time, especially if you see it at the Alamo with beers. Yeah, well, and that, that improves everything. It really does. Everything. Zoolander two, which yeah. was retarded. Yeah, much better with beers. Yeah. Uh, it's also uh, a sequel to another movie that's also retarded. Yeah, so it was okay. Yeah, see, it's weird. The last movies I saw in the theater was a day I went and I did the double feature of uh, Big Short, which was fantastic, mm. and Hail Caesar, which now has me sort of saying I'm not a Coen Brothers fan anymore. No, no Moss, huh? The, I haven't seen any of their new style stuff. Yeah, Zero. it's it's one of those things where I look at it since Oh Brother. I have liked No Country and liked uh, Burn After Reading. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything else they've done, I have not liked. Right, and so it's okay. We're 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 done here. And I had to watch Burn After Reading twice to like it. Yeah. I really like Burn After Reading. Yeah, I I dig No Country. I didn't quite lose my mind about yeah. No Country. I didn't lose my did. mind about Old Country the way everyone else did. But like, I thought it was very good. Yeah. There uh, was one of those lists where it's like the best, the, you know, the definitive ranking of best picture winners since 2000. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and No Country was the best of all. Like, okay, whatever. Calm that. down. But it was Calm very down. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, uh, Burn After Reading is, it gets better the more I yeah, watch. You helped me like that one more. And then I picked up I the little things. It. It was like, yeah, you kept Just quoting it. I'm like, that is fucking funny. <clears throat> and it did make me fall for it. But I didn't care for Hail Caesar. I didn't care for mm. Inside Lewin Davis. I didn't care for A Serious Man one fucking bit. Right. Uh they just don't make they're they're not making movies I like anymore. Right. I'm not saying they're bad or terrible or uh, blah, 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 blah. I just don't care for it anymore. It's not yeah. my You go my ahead and make whatever you want. Yeah. Boys. Yeah. Just don't expect me uh, to put up with it. So in in the wake of Deadpool's success as an R-rated comic book, which is fine with me, yeah. more R-rated comic book yeah. films for me. I'm cool. Everybody, uh, Hollywood proves its ability to miss the point. Here's the thing about that. 
Uh, I assume you're bringing up the Batman Superman R rated yes, uh-huh. DVD, uh, yeah. Blu-ray rather. Yeah. Listen to me, VCR tape. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> if they were issuing the film in theaters as an R, right? Then I would hold my hand up and go, "Are you completely and uh-huh. utterly insane?" Right. However, they're offering it as an option for you to buy, right? right. On and I, Blu-ray. I totally get that. But the fact that it's we're including this option, that movie at no point was ever considered. For no, an R rating. Of course not. So they're creating this already. Of thing, course not. And all it gets from me is an arm-breakingly vigorous jerk-off motion. It's because a, yeah. that's all it is to me. And it's... People people don't like Deadpool because it's rated R. No. It's an R-rated character who's treated like an R-rated character. I agree. It's the problem people have is when it's, oh, this movie is for grown-ups, but we're going to push it like it's a little kid's movie. That's what people don't like. People don't like it when it's like, oh, this should be PG, but we're making it R. That's what people don't like because it fucks up the storytelling. And let's be honest, from looking at the trailers for Batman and Superman, they don't need to muddy those waters any more than they are. Not for because, an R anyway. Because that thing looks like a fucking mess. <laughs> Every preview for that thing, it looks Probably will be. Awful. But... <laughs> I, I had a friend of mine who was really upset about the possibility of of uh, Batman versus Superman being a, a terrible disaster and it not being a well made movie. And I I stopped to think about that and had to step back. Yeah. From my Superman fandom. Yeah. Yeah. And consider that. Like okay, okay. And I've heard the criticisms that they do look. It looks like it looks like they're throwing everything at us. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. we've got to make this work. Yeah. Four hundred and ten million dollar budget. Yeah. They are going to throw everything they got exactly, at you. except a good story. Except a good story. Yeah. But then again, mm-hmm. we're already starting off with Batman versus Superman. Yeah, which is not a really good idea. The first time it happened in comics. No, because it's, it wasn't Frank. Another name for Batman versus Superman is a fight that lasts exactly as long as Superman wants, wants it to. So, if I wanted of, to, you'd be dead already. So all this is is a fight. Up to about the second act, set up, fight in the second act, third act, set up for the rest of the film. Yes. Yeah. And the external threat that draws them all together. Yeah, yeah. So basically, all we need now is a bunch of superheroes doing cool shit that looks good. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. That's it. Zacky Schneider is good for that. The Schnei Schneider. The Schnei is, is good with. Making things look real good. Sweet Denise Schneider. Right. Yeah. So I don't know about a good story. Yeah, that's true. Because I don't think I've ever seen a good superhero story, now that I think about it. I've seen interesting stories. Outside of the Nolan verse, maybe. Not really. If you think about it, Batman Begins is one big, if you break it down and strip away all the cool looking stuff, Uh they kind of... He has a giant bomb yeah. that he's running with at the end of the, you know, um, oh, excuse me, not that's yeah. Dark Knight Rises. Um, there's a giant machine yeah. that's going to suck the water supply out yeah. uh, of the city or whatever and turn uh-huh. it into poison. Or whatever. Vaporize. Vaporize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn everybody crazy. He's got crazy. henchmen. Yeah. The camera should almost be tilted. Yeah. It's basically like, the end of the Kingsmen. So it's I like it. Yeah. Right? I like it. It looks good and he's doing cool shit. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of all I need. Right. And in Dark Knight Rises, he's basically running down the pier with a bomb. Dark Knight, I still give that one. 
that one just was. But is it, it story or just really good performances? Uh, yeah, that's true. That is the, true. Compelling performances, yeah. absolutely. Great actors yeah. doing. There's the, the right. key to all this, and Nolan started that shit. Yeah, was getting really good actors to play parts that were considered otherwise to be eh, right. Get anybody as long as they look like the yeah. Guy. Well, and what's what's interesting with that is the only place where the good stories coming out of the comic is Netflix. That's, That's where right. they're nailing it. That's How right. fucking jazzed are you for you are one bad day away from, away from being me. Oh, Very. and just Very. The, the fact that they got the Punisher right. Yeah. You put them down, they get back up. I put them down, they stay down. I think you're a half measure. You're too much of a coward to do what needs to be I done. I think you're a coward, him. Oh my God. Oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait to see what season two of Kingpin holds. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good. Yeah, and I think those oh. stories, shockingly, yeah. serialized stories in comics work better what? in serialized form. And here's the weird thing: Netflix, for all the good they're doing, has also now put out Fuller House. Yeah, which, as I told you before, gives me a new term to use for a bad TV show. It's I watch the pilot, and it's the worst thing ever. I can't believe that one network is that disparate in what they're doing. Because hmm. Fuller House. You remember how much you liked Full House? Yes, yes, that right there. Uh huh. No. Precisely. That's I, I an honest did. response. I never did. No one really liked it. Everyone's thinking back to when. Oh yeah, it was so great when I was a kid. No, you liked being a kid. I never. You watched didn't it. like the show. It was bad. I watched it every once in a while. It was fucking bad. It was Gino is bad. the one who's the fan of the Full House. He would bring it up. I'm like, oh, yeah. I never watched it, dude. This is. It, I, I never did. I mean, like, I saw pieces of yeah. it, but I never watched it. It's terrible. Like, I feel bad for the laugh track. Oh yeah. Because the laugh track's just like, fuck. Come on, man. We got a reputation. But no, you're right. Giving a serialized format to a serialized form of storytelling, it works. Yeah, and it's it's far more affordable than these Mm. mega films that, because they are mega budget films, they have to throw, or they feel, excuse me, they feel that they must throw everything at you. Well, it's like when the Avengers Age of Ultron came out, and it was like, well, it made $1.5 But they thought it was going to make 1.7. Or, you know, the opening weekend was, you know. Right. It made domestic. It it was still, they made slightly less than they thought it did, but still made a a mind-boggling amount of money. Right. And essentially, oh, yeah, many people are losing their jobs over this. Like That's ridiculous to me. This doesn't make sense. It goes back into the numbers game. Well, uh, if this movie doesn't make a billion dollars, if Mm -hmm. Batman Superman doesn't make... Two billion dollars. Yeah. It's a failure. Yes. How the fuck is that a failure? Because they've put themselves up with the budget on it I mean, in order to really justify it. It's, it's just crazy. It's, it's crazy. I, I mean, use, not crazy for yeah. the studio. Oh yeah. Not for the people that invested. You react any way yeah. y'all want to react. The fans. Oh yeah. We've had this discussion. That's. Before. I don't understand why fans That's give weird. even a slight shit about the budget. It's weird. It doesn't make sense. How much money did it make? I, am I getting a piece of it? Right. No, then I don't fucking I don't care. care. If I'm not getting a slice off of what that movie made, then who gives a shit how much money care. it I just earns. wanted to make enough money to keep making comic exactly, books yeah. that I can watch exactly. and enjoy. I don't need this to be the Godfather series. No, uh-uh. I need them to do cool shit yeah. and pass the fucking popcorn. Exactly. If there's exactly. something deeper, great. great. But as long Question as it's, mark, great. As long as it's I don't need good. It. You I, know? Just, I just need it to be cool. Yeah. I just need it to be cool. I, don't, I, don't, I really do. Yeah. 
That's all any They're of not going to do really the birthright storyline. Story They're not going to do Long Halloween. They're not going to do Arkham Asylum. Yeah. They're not going to no. do that, right? Right? Nope. Right? Nope. Well, then... Uh, just make it fun. Make it fun, man. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that box office thing has always been weird to me. Because what I've always said was, okay, they're spending what? Four, how much on Batman Superman? $410 million. $410 million. Here's a way I look at it. So you make one $410 million movie that has to make billions for yeah. it to be reasonably profitable. Or you could make 10 $41 million movies. Oh, I agree. And any one of those could hit it big enough to make your money back on it. Mm -hmm. Or two or three of them could hit and you make it to... It's, it's diversifying. The, it, the Hollywood is, was, and ever will be a drunk at the poker table pushing his yeah. chips all in before looking at the cards that were dealt to him. Yeah. All you know is, I got two cards, all in. And with the character, in Superman's case, that is expensive to make. Yeah. Yeah. To have to do anything. Mm -hmm. I need him to float across the street. Uh, it's going to be, pro that's going to cost that's you. That's going to cost you. Superman is like the wedding of movies. <laughs> really is. You know, like, I'm just getting some flowers. Oh, cool. Well, my wedding, oh, it's for a wedding? Let me requote that price right. to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That's a bitch. Oh, but, man. Anyway. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So what do you say we jump into these movies here? Yes. So we began this very long ago. With uh, the 400 Blows, we met Antoine Duanyel, his awful home life, his rudderless existence, trying to find himself. Yeah. Uh, we got caught up with him last time with Stolen Kisses, where we saw kind of the same. We then meet him in Bed and Board and Love on the Run. These two movies kind of take us through the end of this cycle to him as an adult happy question mark um yeah it's, it starts off kind of in the case of um bed and board uh -huh. starts off kind of slice of life yeah not much is really going on everything's mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. hunky-dory almost rom-commy yes uh-huh almost yeah and then and then things just go sideways uh -huh. because uh -huh. duaniel is duaniel yeah he, he, it's just Antoine being Antoine. It's just Antoine <laughs> being Antoine running into. He, let's go um, before we get ahead of ourselves. Okay. He is now married uh -huh. um, to what's her name? I can't remember her name. The, the chick from the second movie. Yeah, yes. The second movie. Uh, and that is. The fuck? What's her name? <laughs> we just yeah. watched two movies. Like, yeah, we just her watched name. two movies with him, Danielle. Fuck, no, it doesn't even. Her. Well, yeah, because it doesn't even have her name on the back of the fuck. Yeah, I think it's like Christiane or something like oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We'll go with that. Christine, Christiane. Yeah, whatever. some shit. Anyway, everything's cool. He's mm -hmm. kind of finding his way in the world, getting a hit, working at a flower shop or a yeah. corner, and uh -huh. she's teaching violin. Mm -hmm. Everything's pretty French in every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then he decides to get a new job because he's he, got a, a kid on the way. He fucked up some flowers. Fucked up some flowers. Yeah. Got a kid coming, so he decides to get a better job. Uh-huh. Um, and all the usual Antoine's gonna fuck this up, it's not really in sight. Yeah. You know it's coming. Oh, yeah, But yeah. it's not really on the horizon mm -hmm. until, biggity-bam, some lady from Japan is visiting. Yeah. And he just decides... She's everything. She's everything. Yeah. She's, gonna, she's a. She's not another woman. She's a different world. Different world. A, a, a less yeah. attractive. Yeah. World. Yes. <laughs> yes. From your beautiful, beautiful wife, wife uh -huh. and happy home. Yeah. So he fucks this one up. 
Uh, and what's interesting is you look at all of this, and it doesn't really come into focus until the third movie where they're talking about yeah, like, oh, you know, I like normally like taller women. Mm-hmm. Shows him walking with a tall blonde, and you remember his mom, yeah. who was, you know, he looks like he's walking next to his mom. He's trying to yeah. replace the relationship he never had with his mom, which is so fucked up that he doesn't, she died around the time of the first movie, of the second movie. Second movie yeah. He hasn't even been to her grave. Right. I mean, hasn't even. Oh yeah, I didn't even know she was buried here. It's, yeah, so busy replacing her that yeah, he never, yeah, he, never he, he never went back to check what he was replacing because he was in the brig in Germany. Yes, when she passed. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Good job. And it's it's one of those where you just look at him and that kid who ran to the ocean and stood there. I have no idea where to go. I am fucking adrift. Guess what? He just keeps running Still to different Still adrift. Oceans. Yeah, he's yeah. running to different oceans and then has nowhere to go. Yeah. It's one of those things where he is trying to use other people to fill the gap. Yeah. He's trying to use someone else. It's always, okay, well, Christiane, I, I love her. I They talk throughout the movies. He always gets in with their parents mm-hmm. because he didn't get in with his own parents. Yeah. So he tries to use that as the way to, oh, yeah, I'll make them love me and then everything will be great. And that guides him into the relationship, but it never takes him very far in no. the relationship. Uh, he's just, it's this poor kid who at a certain point, you can't just say poor kid anymore. It's like poor kid becomes dickhead adult. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And there ain't no way around that. You can sort of forgive it. Obviously, you can forgive it in the first one. He's yeah. just a kid. Yeah, he's a kid. The second one, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. youthful exuberance, finding yeah. your way in the world, you're lost. Uh-huh. I understand that. But once you get past a certain age, yeah. Yeah. You're just being an asshole. Mm-hmm. As one character in the third film says, you there's only so uh you can only take out your miserable child. You can't use other people to take out your miserable childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he does. Yes, he nails absolutely it, what he does. Yeah. yeah. And and it, it is the finest point you can put on it. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it later on, he uh in the we did not watch Antoine de Colette. No. But that pops up later mm. because Colette is a very big part of Love on the Run, the last movie of the series. And she says to him at one point, you need two people to kiss. We've been talking for two hours about you. Yeah. You have never cared what anyone else wanted. Right. And that, like, when he, when you're a kid and you're fucked up and your mom is stepping out on dad. Yeah. And you're, you don't have anything. You don't have any guides. You're just there. Yeah. You, you can see that happening. We, I, hell, I was that guy. There was that Mm. thing. It's, um, God, what movie was that from where they talked about your, uh, it was from Citizen Kane. You just want, you think that if you love someone enough, they'll love you back. Oh yeah. And that is, that is the harshest lesson for a young man or a young woman to learn. You cannot ever love someone enough to make them love you. No. You can love someone enough that maybe they'll say, well, you'll do. Mm -hmm. You can love someone enough to be used by them. Oh, yeah. But you're not going to make someone else love you. No. That's not possible. No. Especially because it's not a magic spell. No, it isn't. It isn't. It is not something that you're caught in like, oh, mm. such an overpowering love. No. No, no. That's nope. something else. Yeah. Entirely. Yeah. We all have had it. We've sure. all had sure. it. The power of my love will bring her it's, in. Oh, yeah. And uh, especially yes. if for two guys who are theater oh, students. Oh, you bet your ass. That's, oh, I yeah. know poetry. Yes. Oh, Fromage. This, yes. This will make you love who I am. But, right. Uh, 
And he never learned that because here he, you know, if you look at it, the from the first movie, the only time his mom was affectionate towards him was when he caught her cheating. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, we'll have a wonderful time. I'll do it. Like, oh, God. So to, to him, affection is currency. Mm-hmm. And I think to extend that metaphor, I will use my affection now to buy your silence. He thinks if I spend enough affection on you, mm-hmm. I will get a dividend in return for that. Right. Which does not work. It absolutely does. And what I hate is not enough people are going to listen to the show. We're making some of the best points on it. This is damn near a life masters. <laughs> I know. And no one's going to live. I don't know those movies. Fuck. Um, <laughs> like 30 people are going to hear this, but right. it, it's, it is the, uh, that is the ultimate folly of youth. The oh, belief yeah. that if I put myself into you enough, then I'm going to pull back enough that you're going to be like, that's where I want to be. Oh, well, yeah, the folly of youth. But as we learn with Danielle, as you get old, when you're doing this as an older man, yeah. it's tragedy. Yes. Uh huh. Because now you're affecting a, a, a lot of people. A lot of people, your ex wife and your child, who, lucky you, yeah. Antoine. Christine is an angel. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. You're like, oh, she's a fucking saint. No problem. Uh huh. Oh, you. Yeah. I mean, there's a point in in bed and board where he's complaining about the differences culturally and, uh, and and socially between he and his mistress. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I feel sorry for you. That's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. Oh wait, are you really upset? Should we go to a film? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. What? I mean, I want any of you right now to imagine this. I'm Clark. I'm going to invite you into this. I mean, you're gonna. I would, let's do a little theater of the mind. Oh, <coughs> you are you. I am me. And you have just cheated on Nicole. Uh, okay. And you are having a conversation with Nicole, wherein you complain about the woman you cheated on her with. Mm. How many times would you have been stabbed? Um, no, I, I'm no. I'm. I'm imagining the scene right now. Yes. Uh-huh. I just said this. Okay. Oh, I'll use the. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, I wonder what. Uh, I wonder what she's gonna say. I just said that. I want to, to. Oh, maybe she's going to fry me an egg. I, I love eggs. Usually, I make the breakfast in this house, but man, things have probably turned a corner. And that, nope, nope, she's hitting me with it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, little uh, period on the end of that. Yes, <laughs> and she just yeah. smiles at him. It's like, yeah, yeah just sorry, mm-hmm. because oh she God. knows you, man. Yeah, Christine. It's like, no, I know I, mm. you. Uh, you poor dumb bastard. Yeah, shit. Just keep sending in those checks there, hot and shot. It's one of those fucked up things where that she has a kid with him. It's like I am stuck. With yeah. this bag of shit. I am stuck with him. Yes. Yet she's affectionate towards him. How great was it in the third movie when she runs into Colette and she's like, we're, Colette's like, we're members of the same sorority. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Duaniel's yeah. ex-girlfriend. ex-girlfriend. Oh, oh okay. Great. Let's talk. Uh, yep. That's what he's like. But oh. it's one of those where they didn't really have the perspective to know all you guys were were surrogates for the woman that rejected him first. Yeah. And when you're dealing with somebody who's baseline 
for a loving relationship is the person who rejects you, then you're dealing with a person who's eyeing the door and whose foot is one step out of it. Right. Because the first time there's an opportunity, he's gone. Yeah. He's as, looking for new. I think Colette said uh, you're all about the initial experience. Yes. Oh, Chris Rock does a whole bit about it. He's like, there is nothing better than new pussy. <laughs> I mean, and, and think about it. Like, when you were young and going out and like, oh, there was nothing that, to quote the devil's advocate. Get out of my fucking yes. head, Jim <laughs> Jerks. I was just going to bring that up. That yes. first strange walk. That, uh, that walk first, the, a strange that woman's walk across a strange woman's bedroom. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is why we do this show. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That's the best line of that movie, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yes. You did not see his face. It was genuine. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, it's, it's true. There was, dude, and remember that. Oh, do you yeah. remember what that yes, was like? Just, oh, it was intoxicating. Yeah. The first morning you woke up in someone else's apartment, it's like, oh, that was fucking, there was something that was so utterly just intoxicating is the only word. It was yeah, like Yeah, if it's someone drug. you wanted to stick around with, yeah. everything became new and different yeah. and and you started to make an inventory yeah. of different yeah. things. The uh-huh. way the bed felt, the way yeah. the, wind, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the light came in through the window uh-huh. in the bedroom, yeah. all that. If it was someone you didn't want to be with, you couldn't erase oh, it from your mind yes. fast enough yes. as you ran out out the mm-hmm. door with half your clothes yeah. on. And the, if you think back on it, there are, I, there are details from bedrooms I remember throughout my life. That, Absolutely. Oh, God, this little thing. This little thing that you you hold. Yeah. And it's intoxicating, but, you know. But clearly new, not as intoxicating as uh, what this guy feels. Yeah. But as, it put, as, as Chris Rock also said, new pussy can't teach you a kid how to read. It's illiterate. Right. It, doesn't, it doesn't take care of you when you're sick. No. It's, it is such a fleetingly temporary... Oh, wonderful. It's so great. But it's not real and it's not constant. And he's the guy who's always looking for that rush. It's the first time you ever do a drug that, oh, it's oh, never yeah. going to be as good as that. First line of Coke, it's your first roll. If you in, in theater, uh, oh, the first time anything. that your first curtain call. Yeah. Any of that. And he's addicted to that newness. And the minute that it slips away, it's falling apart. It's yeah, fall he's looking apart for the next time. Thing. And it's weird because you look at him, he's got this happy, fantastic relationship with this girl who is beautiful and loves him. Yeah, but despite he, his faults. Yeah, he meets this other woman and it just immediately in with her because she's a different world. Just because she's a different world. Yeah. It was, it was never even in a fucking overture from her. No, uh-uh. Not even a look. Nope. Nothing. Nope. He just brought back her fucking bracelet. Yep, and then turned that into something. And then if you look at it with Colette, the minute he sees her on the train, all I was thinking that whole time with them on the train was, he's going to try for it. He's going to try for it. Like, oh, let's go back to my compartment. Like, fuck, he, all he wants is this. He tells his kid, after he puts the kid on the train, oh, the train's taking off, as he mimics his the feet train moving, moving yeah. as, mo- as moves away, just so he can get on the train with his yeah. ex-girlfriend from when he was a kid. Yeah. Yep. That's fucking weird. That is weird. Because it's all about him. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. so strange. I am the uh and it goes down to nature. What yeah. kind of the what kind of person are you yeah. down in your bones? Did you want another one of these? Sure. All right. When um Jim and I were watching the movie, the second movie, 
bed and board, and he uh, all of a sudden decides to step out with Mayako or Miyako, whatever her name yeah. is. Yeah. And has this not affair. I'm like, he shows up at her place after they first kissed, and he wants to go to a movie and get yeah. a dinner. This is like a relationship. It's a date. I mean, this is yeah. a fucking affair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not here in America, yeah. goddamn. He it. comes over there, and her thought is. We're going to eat here, and then we're going to have sex. Yeah, yeah. Because she like was desperate to get rid of the argument with her roommate, where it's like, right. here's your coat. Get the fuck, fuck out. out. Right. Thank God we speak Japanese so that, it, oh, she has to go. Her mother's sick. Yeah. And he's thinking, well, let's go to a movie, and I'll do it. Like, he no. doesn't get what it is. He all, all he cares about is that interaction. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets to where it's work. We, yeah, we sit at dinner. She just doesn't... T- and he keeps getting up and making phone calls so, during the meal. And it's worse. Because uh-huh. Jim and I were watching it, and I thought out loud, my God. Everybody does got to do you, boo. But uh, yeah. it's worth stepping out on your wife and now family for mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Well, and then it's so goddamn complicated. Well, and what that, that is it's too so much sugar for oh, a dime. Oh, God, man. He is, and it, what really gets me is he is stepping out on his wife and calling her to complain Wait. about the woman he stepped out with. Think about the brass balls it takes to do that. I don't know if it's brass balls, I think he's so. He's so egocentric. Yeah, it didn't even occur to him that this yeah. is outrageous to have mm-hmm. this conversation. Mm-hmm. It's outrageous. And she is... She's too gracious to tell him to fuck saint. off. She's a goddamn saint. Damn. You know, and then when he... At the end of the movie, she finally takes him back, and he is the asshole guy from the first... From, from the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Waiting for her, she's late. And could you imagine... Again, I'm going to ask theater of the mind here. Yeah. You have you are going somewhere. You're waiting for Nicole to get ready. You open the front door, throw her purse and coat out the front door, and then storm off. Oh, oh! Is she going to sharpen? Um, is she sharpening my, knives my, in the front yard for me? That's weird. That's weird. Why is she doing it in the front sound. yard? Yeah, and then you're dead. And I'm dead. And then, yeah. mm-hmm. oh come on! It's it's shocking. It's maddening. Yeah, it's maddening. It really, really. I don't is. understand why people do it. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I don't even talking about like uh, clearly Christian morality doesn't enter into this conversation no, with slightest. either one of us. Yeah. So y- y'all already have reasons. Yeah. Don't have that. Yeah. Why would you do that? So goddamn complicated. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Mm-hmm. How do you keep it all straight? No. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, unless you are in a polyamorous thing where ah, all yeah. parties are okay. Yeah, that's going to work out because everyone's okay yeah, with that. Yeah, everyone's fine with that. telling yeah. yourself everyone's okay with that. Mm-hmm. It was like whenever you have one of those friends with benefits situations, it never, ever goes horribly, no. predictably wrong. <laughs> Every time. Every time, yeah. It, it's one of those things where it, it is going to the stabbing cave. Yep. This is, it's called the stabbing cave because everyone who goes there gets stabbed to death. Really? That sounds like a cool place. We should go check it out. No, 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 no. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah, literally everyone who goes there and gets, sta- gets stabbed. Well, it, well, then why do people go? Well, there is a place by it. Like, as you walk in, they hand you a really good cheeseburger. <laughs> and you get to take a right. few bites, but then you get stabbed to death. Yeah. But it's a really good Stabbing cheeseburger. Right? I'm, I'm sure I could make this work. It's double-double animal style. It, oh, goodness. That makes it not terrible. <laughs> 
I just don't get it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I get it. I know why yeah. guys that do that do it, because not really fucking anyone else, but fucking themselves. Yeah. Care. Look at me. Yeah. Look at my ego. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves me. Everyone wants me. Right. I'm just so fucking special. Uh-huh. Uh, well, and let's now. be honest. For most of those, that's not what it is. They are fucking a mirror. It is. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, fucking yeah. themselves. It's literally. Look, oh, yeah, fucking yeah. themselves. Look at what I get. I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can get this woman to blah blah. Because again, it's that first walk across a strange girl's bedroom yep. is the most intoxicating thing in the world. I have never done drugs. But I would wager. Well, that feeling is just oh. as someone who has done drugs uh-huh. in the strange woman's bedroom. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, it's quite intoxicating. Yeah, but not intoxicating enough to throw a home and wife away. Ex- oh God, it. yes. Well, I mean, a re- I- fuck that. Even a relationship, a solid relationship. Again, this goes back to my. My thoughts on what love is, yeah. what relationships are, mm-hmm. and taking all the fucking feelings yeah. out of it. So what do you think, Digby? Digby says, it's a choice, right, Diggs? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Digby just breathed into the mic. You guys heard. Right. Digby exists, and he is the sweetest puppy. Danny, so both of my girlfriends are coming over next week. That's right. That's right. Both of your girlfriends. And you get to show off your spiffy mohawk for them. Yeah, they'll be impressed. Yeah, they will. They'll be like, what? This guy's cool. He's super cool. <laughs> You'll probably step out on him, won't you? <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's all about that first experience with you, isn't it, Digby? <laughs> or should I call you Digwell? <laughs> don't, nah, I fucked that up. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Duong Yell. Duong Yell? Duong Yell? I don't know. That sounds uh, weird. But uh, yeah, and, and it's, it's frustrating because even, even then, if you look at it in the third one, uh, the fourth one, I mean, the final one, he's so infatuated with that woman with the photograph, mm-hmm. Sabine. Mm-hmm. But even that, the first chance he gets, I'm going to try and fuck the one that got away when yeah, I was a yeah. teenager. Yeah. A teenager. Yeah. A teenager. I mean, wrap your fucking head around that. Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, think about it. This We have all had the relationships when we were teenagers. It's like, I wonder what would have happened if we oh, were... of course. And now, but he's a guy, like, I let it go. Because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I'm not a goddamn maniac. Yeah, and this guy's like, I think I can get... I think her. I can get her. Mm-hmm. I hope there's a mirror on this train. Yeah, I can make this work. It's it's call me Donnie. It's wow. <laughs> it's almost depressing. It is depressing. to look at. It's tragic. Yeah. It would be far more tragic if you liked this guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this. Uh-huh. It's a testament to the writing and direction that. Despite the fact that you kind of don't like this dude, uh-huh. it's still interesting enough to you know, follow yeah, it through. You, and not just because you have a show that said you're going to watch all the Criterion. Films. Right, yeah. You don't hate him, but you just don't care for no, him you, that much. But by the end, or I did, by the, by the last movie, I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. And I don't do that if I don't give a damn about mm-hmm. what I'm watching. But then when you, it's weird when you think about it and go back to the first movie, and there's a kid whose parents didn't know what to do with him, so... Yeah. Phew, Send him off. No, we can't deal with him. Take him. <laughs> oh, my you, you, God. You deal with it. Let's see yeah. what happens. Like, there was no real attempt to have a relationship with him when he was a kid. No. They gave him no moorings. They gave him no compass no. points. They gave him no anything. He didn't have a map, didn't have a compass, didn't have co- did nothing. And then we're like, why doesn't this fucking kid figure it out and go where he's supposed to? Right. What's wrong with this idiot? And, and can't sleep with a hooker to save his soul. Yeah, because with him... 
it is about the connection, the close. Right. When he slept with that one hooker in that in the last one, the last one, he all but was like, "Hey, uh, you want to go out on a date?" After I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. he is the I think that stripper he really liked me guy. Yeah, he kissed her hand. He's a hooker, bro. Yeah, I think that stripper really liked me, yeah, no. and that's what that is. You you can't be picture perfect. I painted yeah. picture, bomb the hoochies with precision. Ain't nothing but a gangster party. Uh, yeah, it's it's sad because you saw who he was when he was a kid. He was a bright kid who wanted to try, wanted to take a chance at it. Yeah, sure. And it just, it seemed as though he's one that at every turn that he made while he was figuring it out, he just got fucked. Yeah. And then when he got older, he's, he's a, a, a kid who wants acceptance. Yeah. And nobody fails to like I grew up without anybody my age around me mm-hmm. for like my first eight years I didn't have any friends who lived right. by me because it was all these girls that were my sister's friends and they tolerated me at best right so I then had asshole friends when I was in Panama the types who were like oh before I leave like one guy I remember he's like yeah you know whenever somebody's about to leave the country I just try and you know I, I get into a fight with them so that I don't feel bad when they leave so that was the friendships I good, had in Panama. Stuff. Solid plan. Yeah, exactly. Then I come back at twelve, and I'm like, shit, I don't know what the fuck to do. Sure, I don't know around people, and it's there's no. I can tell you for a fact at that point, it's really hard to learn how to accept friendship. And when you're somebody like that who doesn't know how to accept affection, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just holy crap, man. Accept With, real connection, real responsibility, real goddamn anything. Well, and he was he he was the anything type, real anything yeah. not of himself. There was no quality to it, so he was going for quantity. Yeah, it was very much a well. We'll get. Uh, I I don't have a girl who likes me, so I'm going to get all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, yeah, I don't He's have. He's so preoccupied with what he wants when he wants it. Yeah, and he was such a shit to the woman. I mean, when he. He's like at the railroad track at the railroad dropping his son off, and he calls Sabine who. Again, a woman who's far too nice for him. Yes. And he's like, uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't come see you. Something came up. Oh, really? What? And this is what's striking. I, I had to take my kid to the train so that he could go to music camp. Oh, my God. Why didn't you tell me? I, I've been wanting to meet your son for so I have been wanting to deepen our connection for yeah. so long. And then he hangs up on her. No. Doesn't say, well, I got to go. I'll talk to you later. Bye. He's like, oh, yeah, well, click. Because he sees, I can still get with this the woman one. who rejected me mm-hmm. a decade ago. Who then rejects him again. Yes. Uh-huh. I liked you, Antoine. I yeah. never loved you. Uh-huh. But you just kept trying to get yeah. me to love you. you. You got in with my parents. Yeah, you're like a cousin. Yeah. And it's one of those where if you look at it, that's what he did. Yeah. He like Even with Christian. He got in with her parents. Her parents loved him. Yeah. And he used that as his way to get in. But and the just... third movie is very much the clip show of the previous film. The fourth. The, f- the fourth. The fourth. Yeah. The fourth one is is very much a clip show because there are solid, like several minute clips. Yeah. I mean, it from all, it all, all of the other movies. And it's not it, cheaping it, it. I mean, it, it ties everything together. Oh, yeah. It weaves and is woven together so well. Because yeah. here's the thing don't let this get out. Apparently, Truffaut knows how to make a film. Yeah, he do. So, yeah, that's really what we're dealing with here. It's it's heartbreaking, but 
Fuck, man. What an undertaking. Genuinely, that's an epic. It just, again, I go back to Kate Campbell as much as I can on this. That is too much sugar for a dime. (laughs) Yes. Way too fucking much. Yeah. And uh, lucky for us. Yes. By the time this is all said and done with, Uh dumbass Antoine finally figures it out. For the most part. For the most part. He's getting there. Oh, I have no question that that relationship with Sabine is a fucking nightmare within the next two years. Maybe. But <laughs> at least he he has his best foot forward in the right direction. This is true. This is true. He's like, I know why I did this. Uh, I know why I did that. Let us fix this situation let as me, much as we can. You know, Let me at least try to hold on to this. It's not just an initial mm-hmm. encounter. Or, uh, this is true. You know, it's like there's some history there. Yeah, yeah. Some ups and downs, but instead of just running away and running uh-huh. to another ocean, let me just yeah. see what I can do right, right here. Right, right. And that's kind of where we're left at the end of the uh, series is uh-huh. him doing his level best right, with another sweet girl mm-hmm. to at least stick. Yeah, yeah. And maybe, maybe think that this is, isn't all about him. Oh, yes, but I... Please. Probably not. Probably not. The next movie would be a fucking nightmare. Oh, yeah, the next... <laughs> There was another one. It would be yeah. he, I just shit the bed with this this lady. Right. No. That's who the name knows? of the film actually. Yeah. I shit, shit, shit shitting the bed. Shit in the bed. Shit in beds. Yeah. Shit a, on the run. Yeah. Avec Antoine Duanier. Yeah. But uh, as far as how these films were made, um, pretty much seamless from the yeah. uh, from the second movie or yes, well pr- all the way th- the the second. Uh, here's what's weird. The distance time-wise between the second and the third movie is nine years. Between the, the, I mean, between third and fourth, nine years. I think the second and third, that's a little closer. The only time I felt, okay, we're watching a movie. Uh It's so slice of life. Uh You kind of get lost. Yeah. It's so well made. Uh And you, at first glance, I guess. Could look at these films and say, well, there's nothing really that remarkable. Yeah. Okay, go out and film your street. Right. Yeah. Right now. And make it look interesting. Yes. It's a bitch, huh? Well, yeah. welcome back. Yeah. Like, oh, my. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's so like, this is a real world mm-hmm. when this happened to be watching it. Yeah. Yeah. And everything looks just as it should. Yeah. Even yeah. the, you know, the shots from that side of the house, mm-hmm. the shots outside their flat, the shots of him with his flowers, the mm-hmm. shots of the, the oh, yeah. drunk stumbling up to the bar, mm-hmm. uh, Antoine's friend. Yeah. I mean, all of it is well, just and Truffaut, throughout these movies, more than, than most that I've seen, he introduces so much shit that doesn't get followed through because shit doesn't always get followed no, through. No, it's just stuff. You know, yeah, that, that drunk guy showing up, nobody, that creepy dude who doesn't talk, turns out he's a famous performer that mm-hmm. they see on TV. That's the last you see of him. Yeah, that's it. Like, wow, so there is no playing through on this. It's just... And something was, yeah. like that probably happened to him, and yeah. he threw it in there. Yeah. Because that's good storytelling. Because mm-hmm. that's what happens in real life. Yeah. Just weird shit that doesn't end. Mm-hmm. I mean, excuse me, doesn't get wrapped up. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> I mean, the only time you feel, oh, oh, oh we're oh. in a movie, is during uh, Bed and Board when you mm-hmm. have some obvious... Uh, a, Baguette manifestations. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God, we're in a French film. The flowers. Holy Christ. Yeah. We are in it. Mm-hmm. There were some things going on. Oh, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Even, even in the last film, there were some, some style stylistic choices that right. they weren't bad. Uh-huh. They were just 
obvious. Obvious. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Here we okay, go. yeah. So we're very French here. Okay. okay. All right. That's cool. That's yeah. not a bad thing. No, not at all. <clears throat> but it's very different from yeah. the 400 Blows and the second film. Uh, which is called uh, Stolen Kisses. Stolen Kisses. Yeah. Which are very much... Stolen Kisses and 400 Blows, the difference between... The reality of those things is uh, one's in color and one isn't. Exactly. And those, Other than that, yeah. it is fucking seamless. I mean, 400 Blows is one that the more I look at it, the more I just shake my head and say, what the fuck was... This? Oh, my God. Well, 400 Blows is a different... Yeah, that that is one where, of all these movies, it's like... If you don't see any of these movies, yeah. we understand. If uh, you just happen to listen to the show because right. you really like listening to us... Uh-huh. Because some people, uh, some people like things, man. Some people got people yeah. got a lot of time on their hands. Yeah, yeah. Long commutes. Four hundred blows. That's though. the one. As a film, uh huh. And as a film lover, that's the one you should watch. Oh, absolutely. There's no question about for, that. If you ignore the rest of them, fine. Yeah. That's the one. And, and that's the one that rings so true on every level because holy shit, Jesus, yeah. that is definitely his most personal. When you look at that, it's like that basically spawned an entire movement of film. I could be like, God, if I was alive in what was it, nineteen sixty, what two or whenever it was made? Oh yeah, that, oh that's, my that's God, the downstrumming riff of yeah, it's one of those sure, where you know. I, I could have, if I was alive at the time, I could see that movie affecting me the way that Slacker affected a bunch of other people. Oh yeah, Slacker didn't affect me. At, At all. all, no. But there are people like Kevin Smith who were like, I'd never seen that movie before. I was right. fascinated. I was like, my sure. God, I could do this. I would have looked at that and been like, holy shit, I could do this. Right. I could make this movie. And uh, life all by itself. Yeah. Warts and all can mm. make an interesting film. Right. And what I like about the way this cycle went is it ended, if it had ended with uh, Bed and Board. I think that would have been terrible it, because yeah. that ended very much with, oh God, this is, because it ended with them married, but they obviously weren't happy. They obviously right. didn't really care for one another very much. Antoine was becoming more of a dildo. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of uh, of Love on the Run, you definitely got a feeling like this, this could work out. Mm. Like this could go in the right direction. Yeah, there's a possibility yeah. of some sunshine. It's yes, not some uh-huh. cute mm-hmm. rom-com ending or anything. It's yeah. kind of a cool move what happens. Yeah. It's a nice yeah. nice well, move. It's because it's yeah. Antoine being honest. Yeah. It's the first time that he ever really strips everything down and says, look. I've never been honest with my feelings. That's yeah. what he says. Exactly, yeah. I never tell anybody what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, oh, oh, so here it is. You sorry. want this to be over? Let me tell you what I feel Nicole, about you. Nicole, just because I don't always express my feelings doesn't mean I'm stepping out with Asian women. Right, right. just want to express yes. that in case she yeah. listens to this episode. No, you're, She's always uh, like, you never say anything. You never talk about it. Well, it's because you're Irish. If you were a no. Frenchman and never said anything or shared anything, then then there'd be quite like, what on earth is he doing? No, you're a Scot- you're a, you're a Scots Irish guy who That's doesn't true. talk about his feelings. Also known as a Scots Irish guy. That's true. I forgot there for a minute. Yeah. But now I'll who's, drink my who's, 306 point. Whose dad grew up during the Depression? <laughs> you learned to keep a fucking handle on it. Yeah, you add that. Like, who are the like? The Irish are the only people immune to say Cool, yeah. How about the Irish raised in Texas with a real cattleman father? <laughs> that you are the guy who could have the Look, fucking We pay we play it close to the chest. Yeah, you could have the railroad spike sticking out of your shoulder. You need to go to the doctor. Why why are you why, what business is that of yours? Yeah. It's not important now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sound like my wife. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like that. Except for I've got the histrionic side to me. I'm not gonna lie about that. Not gonna lie. 
Not to you, sir. Not to you. Not to you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a... Uh... I don't know. It's a good series. I'm glad we watched it, and I'm glad we watched these back to back. I feel better now it. after getting it done. Yeah, than I did walking into it. Yeah, because like, I was oh like, oh my gosh! Shit. Especially at the beginning of the uh, last film. Yeah, you do. We, excuse me. You do start to feel like uh, I don't know. Mm. This feels like it's phoned in and it's kind of clipped together. Yeah, he does it for a reason. He's oh, calling yeah. back to all these different things uh, to, as you say. Weave it all together yeah. with that great little ending. Exactly. It works. Well, it wouldn't work at all if you started with that. No, good lord, no. <laughs> the fuck is this fucking lost? Mm-hmm. But uh, all together, it is very good. Tracing this kid's life. And what I love is the way that this is packaged in uh, from Criterion is mm. each of the boxes is the primary outfit that he wears throughout the movie. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Hold on a second. Hang on a second. I'm going to pull the whole box set over here. Bring it together all night. Son of a bitch, we'll have big fun on the motherfucking bike. We'll bring it together nice as we rebox to finish this. So, they all have the different outfits from the sweater and the 400 blows, business shirt, the blue sweater he wore when he got older, and you put them all inside the case, which is ah a suitcase. Nice. And as this is very much a guy who is always moving, always traveling, Never in the same place for too long emotionally. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It makes a lot Good of sense. Good job. Yeah. Now, have we discussed this as much as we can? Yes. I believe so. Well, guess what? Next week is a lost weekend. We are going to watch the, uh, not for the show, but just for fun, the new Macbeth. Oh, we guess that's and, what we do. Yeah. And you know what's great? You know what movie <laughs> we're watching next week? Uh, Akira Kurosawa's Throne of Blood. A lot of Macbeth. Which is down. his take on Macbeth. And I'm just going to say one sentence to you because I want to see your face dissolve into a dream, and that is Toshiro Mufune as Macbeth. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that about sums everything up here. So thanks for listening. You know all of our deets, www.thefilmthugs.com. That's all of our contact information there. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Rate and review us on iTunes. Please, exactly. Please, please, please. Yes. If you give a damn about this show, yes. you will yeah. make up, if you already have, you'll yeah. make up a name. Yeah. And then rate and review us. Yes. And also, you can email us at thefilmthugs at gmail.com or call us at 512-666-RAND or the underscore film underscore thugs on Skype. Uh, thanks for checking all this out. And be aware that we are a week away from the Masterthon on the Life Masters. But thanks for joining.